Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Radio Mike and this is the inside of my mind. How's it going? Thank you for joining me on my podcast, 20th Century Boy, a podcast about me, Radio Mike, Australia's most lovable nerd. And on this podcast, I talk all about the week that was for me, Radio Mike. And this week, the week that was for me has, it's just... I, I, I'm just going to put it out there and I'm just going to start the podcast. I woke up this morning and you know when you just wake up, you wake up some mornings, just one, maybe once every six months you have a morning like this where you just feel so, you, you just you just wake up and everything hurts. Your head's aching, your muscles are aching, you didn't sleep right. You, your eyes don't want to open. You don't want to get out of bed. You, you're so uncomfortable, but moving at all is even more uncomfortable. So you just try to be the most comfortable with the uncomfortability of being uncomfortable in bed because you don't want to get up and like do the day because you're in so much physical pain for some reason you can't quite understand um, maybe I'm, maybe I'm snowballing a bit, but I had one of those, those days this, this, this morning. And I feel like this podcast might be a bit, um, I might be a little bit all over the place because I'm just like, I'm recording this, uh, at 1.30 PM on Wednesday, the 20th of May. And I just feel like my brain is not on right now. And my brain needs a little bit of a break and a little bit of a holiday. Why? Because I do this a lot. And and a lot of the time on this podcast, I will sometimes, you know, this is a comedy podcast. It's supposed to be fun, supposed to be lighthearted, and it usually is. And this episode will be, I hope. There, there are some times where I just like to talk about my mental health, which I know is something that relates to a lot of people that listen to this. And I do have messages from people a lot saying, that it's refreshing to hear a podcast that speaks openly about mental health. And that's sort of part of what I wanted to do with this podcast when I first made it. So here I am. And I have this habit of, well, I have a few bad habits, a lot of bad habits. We all do. And I always feel like it's important to work on correcting them. Well, not correcting them, but changing them. And you can do that, but it takes a lot of work and effort. And over the last few years, I'm, you know, I'm constantly learning about myself and developing. And I have this thing where I constantly feel like I have to take on as much as possible work-wise to, I guess, to benefit other people, often at the expense of my own benefit. So I'm like helping out people, doing favors for people without really getting much back but I feel uncomfortable saying no to work. And I guess that's because there was a time when I was starting out in this industry where it was very hard to come by work and you were considered lucky to get work in this industry. And, you know, now I'm kind of on this other side of that where I am very fortunate and very privileged to have work and to have flexibility of work and choice in work, but I still take on everything. And I've just felt a little bit swamped, like I can't keep up this week and it's making me think that, you know, I may need to drop things 
uh, which is very hard for me to do. Like I feel, I always feel bad doing that, but I guess I have to put myself first and my own mental health first. But when I look back and I think about this morning and the way I woke up this morning feeling like absolute trash, um, like literally feeling like I was shat out into a pool of piss or something like that. (laughs) And, And I look back on like the past month has just been flat out nonstop taking on new projects and et cetera, et cetera, finishing the day, the days just flying by, finishing the days and just hitting the bed and falling asleep and waking up the next morning and starting all over again. And it's amazing to see the slippery slope of like how quickly you lose touch with the good habits you're trying to establish in yourself when you do that. For example, like I was doing this thing that was so good where Every night, at the end of every night, no matter what, I would completely clean my entire apartment. You know, like vacuum if it needed, clean everything, put all the clothes in the wash, wash all the dishes. So, and and my theory was that if you do that at the end of each day, and I put a podcast on and just walk around the house, do all these chores essentially, right? Because I'm, I've grown up being such a person who's like, dump all your clothes on the floor and then at the end of the week, do a massive clean. But my my logic was, well, actually, you know, if you wake up and your space is all cluttered and covered in crap and, you know, the dishes aren't washed and the kitchen stinks and the bins haven't been taken out and there's crap all over the floor and all stuff like that, right? Then you just, you just feel really cluttered and your brain feels the way your space is. That's just like a theory that I had. And then I found that if I cleaned the place at the end of every day, I'd kind of just feel really refreshed and I'd wake up and my place would be clean and neat and tidy. And throughout the day, I might make a bit of mess, but at the end of the day, I'd clean it all up. And each day I'd start with a really fresh space. And I really liked that habit. However, for the past three weeks or so, that habit has totally died. I was going for runs again. I was doing a lot of exercise. I was feeling fit. I felt like I was looking a bit better and now haven't really gone for a run. Haven't felt like going for a run because I've been so tired. Haven't been able to manage those parts of my life well. And all these good habits are just going by the wayside. Stuff's getting left on the floor. The bin's fucking overflowing. The dishes are just sitting in the sink most nights. Then I don't want to cook because I realize I have to wash all the dishes that I didn't wash the past three nights so I can cook and eat. So then I just end up getting Uber Eats and spending all my money. And it's just amazing to see how all these habits are just connected. So I really want to try and get back into those good habits because not only is it good for my mind, like I just felt like, well, sorry, it's just very good for my mind. Like I felt like even just walking around, catching up on podcasts and stuff, listening to music while cleaning up was really refreshing and a refreshing way to finish the night. I was sleeping with my phone charging outside my room. So I'd go to bed and not be on my phone anymore. And that was really refreshing as well. Now I'm bringing the phone to bed and I'm scrolling through my phone and social media all the time. So yeah, I just feel like because I've just had so much on recently, I've been totally swamped and unable to keep up. And I think that's okay, but I think I need to just get better at noticing when I'm slipping and when, and I I guess a lot of people call it the work, like do the work on your mental health, do the things you need to do to take care of your mental health, which might be like exercising, eating right, having having a clean space, taking care of yourself, 
not overloading yourself, being social. And I haven't been doing that and it's fucked me. So I am trying my best with that and I'm now noticing it. And I think today was a big wake up call that I'm just pushing myself too much and I need to start, you know, taking care of myself naturally because again, like, you know, I don't make any money off this podcast. It's just a passion project that I love doing and all the content I make doesn't really provide any income, but it is just a passion project. Like I love making content my own content. And I love interacting with you guys. It just sucks that because I don't get paid, I kind of have to put this as the last priority most of the time because other people are paying me to do work for them. And that's how it works. And I need money to pay for my petrol and my food and my bills and my internet and all that stuff. And that's just how it works. But I guess more and more I've been thinking lately how cool it would be to just be doing content full time. I don't know what the road is to get to that, but, you know, doing this podcast, doing other shows, making, you know, working for myself, essentially, all the stuff where I'm working for myself and not working with a company is good. Like not working for a big company. I, you know, didn't get paid for a few weeks of work and I only followed it up because I noticed that I had a little bit less money than I usually would. And that's frustrating when you you know, you don't get paid and you are showing up and being professional and doing work and then you just, you know, you don't get paid. It's annoying, but yeah, I, and then my internet, so then my internet service got disconnected uh, because my internet just auto charges to my account. There was no money in my account. I didn't realize until a month later. So the internet company disabled my internet in the middle of a work day when I was trying to work to a deadline for a client. And I just couldn't figure out why my internet wasn't working. Finally, I realized that they had sent me a bill that had rejected and they didn't send me an email to tell me that it had been rejected. So I didn't find it out until it got to like the, you know, two weeks overdue. We're disabling your internet. And that was really annoying. Sorry, guys, I feel like I'm just venting on this week's episode so far, but it was just so frustrating because my internet just wouldn't work. And I called the call center for the company that runs my internet and they had, you know, they weren't running a call center because they couldn't afford it because of COVID. Fair enough. But I couldn't go on the internet to go to their website because I didn't have internet. My hotspot on my phone wasn't connecting for some reason. So it was just, it was just hell. It was just such a tough day that day. And yeah, so I'm just in this massive scatterbrain kind of thing. And then I guess to, what didn't help was to take a break. I played some online games with my cousin last night. We were supposed to play for an hour, but we were playing a this game, which I've talked about on the podcast before, called Red Alert 2. And we ended up playing for three hours because it was just a dead heat in the game. My cousin ended up winning, um, but yeah, I've been, you know, trying to fit in times where I can play games and do stuff that I enjoy doing that isn't making content related, you know, like reading a bit, watching TV shows and stuff, like all this stuff that I really like as a hobby. And I'm doing my best to keep up with that, but sometimes I'm just so tired that I can't. That being said, The restrictions on COVID were lifted last week, which was very, very refreshing for me. And on Friday night last week, I went to my brother's place uh, for the first time in a long time, because before all this happened, I was going over to my brother's place maybe every week, 
just hanging out. My brother's partner is really into board games and she uh, is really, not like your old board games like Monopoly and Scrabble and all those basic ones, like the really hectic tabletop board games that have like a thousand rules and stuff like that. And me and my brother and my brother's girlfriend, Steph, have been playing this game, this board game that she loves, and I love it as well. And it's called Dinosaur Island. And you basically, the goal of the game is to build the best, like, Jurassic Park theme park uh, against everyone else, right? Everyone's building their own Jurassic Park. And you have to, it, it's this just crazy nerdy game, but it is so addictive and we love it. And you have to, like, invest in dinosaur DNA and then you have to buy dinosaur fossils and then use the DNA to create them. And then you have to have places that visitors to your theme park can come like attractions and merchandise stores and all stuff like that. And then you can hire staff to work in your park that give you different advantages and effects and things like that. And then you have to you know, sometimes you might have to just invest in in the bank and earn money instead of earning DNA and you have to balance it all out and there's different objectives in every game that you have to achieve to win and there's like every game is completely different and we love it so much. And it's not one of those games that goes for like 40 minutes. Like we, it goes for like three hours a game. So we play from like eight o'clock till like 11 p.m. And like me and my brother always like, I don't know, we're like, we're both pretty geeky and we get like into character. Like we pretend instead of just playing the board game, we actually pretend that like we are managing the parks and we're like, all right, guys, like we get into character when we do our turn. So we're like, so it's going to be a really big year for our park this week. So we're actually invested in an, in an uh, Ankylosaurus and uh, we're going to build one of those this week alongside a Ferris wheel for all of our guests to get on. So it's a really big park for uh it's a really big year for our uh, dinosaur theme park what are you guys doing <laughs> and we just like taunt each other and just get into character and it must it's it is so much fun i would love recommendations on good board games because um jack post plays one called wingspan which is this bird avery aviary themed uh themed board game that I played with him. I think Dinosaur Island is better, but he really likes Wingspan. Does anyone else have any of these games that they really like? Because I want to try and get into more because they are so much fun to play. And it's funny because the first time Steph, my brother's girlfriend, uh, recommended this game and she started saying, let's play it. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll play it. And she started setting it up. And there are like a hundred pieces, four different boards per player. And I actually posted a picture in the Discord for this podcast. If you want to join, let me know. There is heaps happening in the Discord. We are really, enjo- I'm really enjoying being in it and it, it's very, very fun. And Radio Ash, welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Ash said, is that one game? Because of how much shit is on the board, is on the table that we're playing. And so Steph's taking all the pieces out and she's explaining the rules to me and the whole time all I am thinking is just, fuck, what have I signed up to? I am never going to get into this. I cannot be fucked learning the rules to this and playing it. I do not care about this at all. And I hate that I've agreed to play this. And then within like 20 minutes of playing, I was obsessed with it. And I ended up winning that game. And it reminds me of like 
Auntie Donna, the comedy sketch group, who are hilarious, they put out a video recently that was sort of this exact thing, parodying confusing tabletop board games. I'll post some audio of it, of it here because I thought it was so funny. So the game is set in uh, London um, after the Blitz, and we need to exchange steel and wood for more wood, but you can't get... Uh, any wood unless you have the magical feather, in which case you do that in reverse. But if the Sword of Cthulhu door is out, that negates the effects of the wood. What? You get the wood, you win the game. I'm just uh, going to say, this is probably going to be too complicated. I have to go in half an hour. I'm restarting. I'm just going to restart. So that was great. And I also had dinner with my parents at their place, which was great to finally just sit down and have a meal a takeaway Chinese meal with them. So I really, really liked it. Lots of great stuff is allowed now that you can have people over. And I think it's been a really crazy few months here and everywhere. And yeah, it's great to be able to go out again. I mentioned the Discord before. The Discord is like a big group chat with many, many threads. There's also a Facebook group that's quite active as well. Facebook.com slash groups slash 20th Century Boy. Join that as well. And the Discord is absolutely going off. Uh, We had a complaint about there being too many different discussion threads in our Discord, and uh, we addressed that by creating a complaints thread in the Discord so people could post their complaints there. And then one day it was raining in Melbourne, so I decided to create a thread called Is It Raining? or or It Is Raining?, and you could only you can only post in that thread when it's raining. So that was being used well. And then Radio Superstar Pat decided to actually post in that thread. And welcome again to the Radio Family, Radio Superstar Pat. He posted in that in the Is It Raining thread, it is not raining. Now, I had to crack down on that and explain to him that you're only allowed to use, again, the It Is Raining thread when it's raining. So a lot of people have been using it really, really well. It was just annoying that a few people were using it to announce that it wasn't raining, which is very disappointing. Get in the Discord for a lot of fun stuff like that. One more personal story that's been going on in my life for the past few weeks that's actually really crazy, and I'm actually going to talk a bit quieter because it involves my apartment. And I have a theory, and I want to know your theories on what's going on. So please let me know your theory as to what's going on. I believe, I truly and firmly believe that there is, <laughs> this is this is all true by the way. My apartment has three floors and on the bottom, on each floor there's like a communal laundry with, with washers and dryers and stuff. And the thing about my apartment building is it's always unlocked. Like no one, there's no locks on any of the doors. There's two entrances, entry and egg, front entry and back entry and they're never locked so you can't you know theoretically you can't actually like anyone could walk in and that's what's happening in the bottom floor laundry i have seen a bunch of dodgy people just hanging out in there and they don't live in the building right so it's starting to get kind of creepy because they just sit there in the dark and like smoke cigarettes and talk in there and there's like there's two of them and I think there might be some shady stuff happening in the laundry of the bottom floor of my building it is really really creepy the other night I was taking my bins out and you have to 
walk through the laundry to get to the outside bins to dump your bins into. And the doors were all closed in the laundry. And I walked in and the lights were all off and there were just two people sitting in there. And they both looked at me really weirdly and I was really scared. So I just turned around and walked out. Really, really freaky. I also saw them a few weeks before and they it was a guy and a girl the same guy and girl that were in the laundry in the dark this time. And they walked in, they walked into the laundry and started closing the door, and then they saw me walking down the stairs. As soon as they saw me, they both looked at me and immediately exited the building, as if something really sus was happening. Then last night, I saw them again, and they both walked into the laundry, left a bag on the floor, and left. Left like a... Like a, I guess like a bag you'd get from like chemist warehouse or something like that. Like one of those squarish paper bags. And they both walked out and I don't think they saw me. So then I went in after they'd left and I looked in the bag and there was just alcohol in the bag. It was so weird. And I thought about calling the police. Not, I didn't want to call triple zero because it's not an emergency. So I called the police station and just said, hey, like, something really weird's going on here. What should I do? And they said, oh, if you see these people again and you're sure they don't live there, just call the police and we'll go investigate it. So now I just feel like I'm in the middle of this, like, I'm like a detective and I'm like, no one else in the building seems to have any idea that it's happening. And I feel like this is... This is like added to all the stress I've been feeling because every time, every time I come home and it's dark, there's just these random people sitting in the dark in the laundry and they leave all this mess in there like cigarette butts and ashes all over the floor. It is so weird. So please let me know on any of my socials, radio.mic on Instagram, it's radiomic on Twitter, radiomicpod at gmail.com. Any, any way you can get in touch with me, 1-800-GET-FUCKED, 1-800-438-353 is the phone number of this podcast. Call it, leave a voice message, and let me know, what do you think's going on? Like, I'm not putting anything out there, I don't want to say anything, but what do you think based on the information you've got? Now, I know you're thinking that maybe Mike's just sort of overthinking it, and he's like, you know, he's made all this up, and I actually, it has crossed my mind. Because a lot of people are saying, are you sure those people don't just live there? And I really do not believe they live here because I know most of the people. Like, there's only 12 apartments. Most of the people here are, like, single people just living by themselves. Two of the apartments are currently empty. No one's living in them. And they're trying to fill them. And I don't think they live here because I don't I know most of the people that live in the apartments and I would know which one they lived in plus they never come up to the second or third floors and I know all the people who live on the first floor so it's very very weird in that sense and part of me did think for a bit maybe they do live here and your life is currently so boring because you're not doing anything and you haven't done anything in quarantine for so long that your brain is so seriously seeking a thrill that it has has created this storyline in your head based on a series of coincidences of happening to see these people in the laundry smoking and leaving when seeing you. Like, maybe it is all just a crazy coincidence and you've totally manufactured this story for yourself, Mike. You don't know. Like, I would say I'm 90% sure they don't live here right? And even if they're not doing anything 
bad in there. They are, if they don't live here, by the least, they are trespassing on private property, right? And I said I didn't call triple zero and I didn't, but I did call the police station because I just wanted, you know, I honestly, as much as I'm kind of making a joke about this and it is slightly funny, um, I did feel a little bit unsafe and uncomfortable, right? In my own, in my own building. And I guess it's so normal for me to do this kind of thing because my brain is very obsessive. Like I've seen it now and now every time I see like a clue or a hint, I'm like really involved in it. And I've essentially become like this detective in a case that doesn't exist. And I'm piecing together the clues and making little notes in a book and sending messages and taking photos of like the crime scene for evidence in something that may or may not be a crime. I really don't know what's happening, but I am so invested in it. And I think it's because of quarantine. I'm so bored that I'm looking for like any enthusiasm in my life, but I also get really scared. And my, as again, my brain is so obsessive about things. Like I'm, I'm pulling the shades out in my window and looking to see if there's any dodgy people in the car park. I'm hovering and lingering in the stairwells, just making sure there's no shenanigans going on. I'm listening in, listening in the apartment to see if anyone's having any weird conversations. I'm thinking about knocking on doors and seeing what other people know. I've literally taken it upon myself to become a detective in this case. And when I called the police station, I said, yeah, this is going on. I'm feeling weird. What what should I do? They're like, are you sure they don't live there? I'm like, I really don't think they live here. And it's like, yeah. I don't know, guys. Detective Mike. I have become Detective Mike, something I never wanted to be. I don't want to care about this. I would be... See, this is the thing. If I had no idea that they were there if I had never seen them and I had never repeatedly seen them, I wouldn't care because it's not affecting me and it's not affecting me when I'm in my place. It's only affecting me when I see them and I get scared because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? And it is so crazy. It is so, so weird. So yeah, Detective Mike is here. I'm going to keep giving updates on this story as it happens because I I have literally self-assigned myself against my will. Like, I can't not care about this now. I am so invested in it. I'm so invested in cracking this case. But at the same time, I just feel so weird about it and I hate that it's happening. I'm in this crazy paradoxical situation now and I don't like it. Hashtag Detective Mike coming at you. (laughs) So I think the title of this episode has to be about how I have inadvertently become caught up in some kind of laundry-based crime syndicate, which of which I am now the detective and lead investigator on, which is not something I want anything to do with and I hate. That's that this is the main thing happening in my life right now, guys. This is the main social activity, and it's not even social. Sorry, this is the main extracurricular thing I am doing in my life right now being a detective for a case that might not be real. Fuck this. I think it's one of two things. One involves distributing a certain thing to people. One involves using the space. Anyway, I don't know. And I hate it. I hate that I'm like, I've become this like police informant. Well, I'm not. I haven't told like, anyway. It's really freaking me out and I don't like it. And and it, and I and every time it happens I like yeah, I text my dad and I'm like, "Hey dad, they're back." What's going on? So yeah. What should I do? Someone help.
Last week on the show, I was talking about how I was doing uh, guitar covers of hip-hop songs with weird lyrics, and uh, I did another one that was very well received on Instagram, thank you to everyone who saw, which was a guitar a four it, the caption was what if Eminem's song without me was an acoustic guitar song four chord song that you might hear in the background of a bar here's how it went i've created a monster because nobody wants to see marshall no more they want shady i'm chopped liver well if you want shady here's what i'll give you a little bit of weed mixed with some hard liquor some vodka that'll jump start my heart quicker than the shock when i get shocked at the hospital by the doctor I'm not cooperating while I'm rocking the table while he's operating. You waited this long to stop debating, cause I'm back up on the rag and ovulating. I know that you got a job, Miss Cheney, but your husband's heart problems complicating. And the FCC won't let me be or let me be me, so let me see. They shut me down on MTV, but it feels empty without me, so... Come on, get bum on your lips, fuck that. Come on your lips and some on your tits and get ready. Cause we're about to get heavy. I settled all my lawsuits. Fuck you, Debbie, yo. This looks like a job for me, so everybody... A lot of people commenting to do the full song. And I, I've, yeah, I think I mentioned last week, I do want to record like an EP of just cover songs of like hip hop songs and Jack is building a home studio and said I could record there. So I'm thinking about doing that soon, but I just like, again, I need to find the time, but that's something I really want to happen very, very soon. And hopefully it does. So as we all know, and one of the most loved parts of the show this year has been this brand new, uh, I guess, revolution of a segment or a show within a show which is the Dave and Mike show. What is the Dave and Mike show? Well, a few years ago when I was 20 years old, five years ago, actually, I asked my older cousin Dave to do a podcast with me. He laughed in my face. He didn't want to do it. It was hysterical to him, the idea of doing a podcast. So now I've been cold calling him every week and just recording it and doing segments for the hypothetical Dave and Mike show on this podcast. We also have a theme song to the podcast, which I play to Dave as soon as he picks up the phone so he knows we're in show mode. So I'd love to get started on the next segment for the Dave and Mike show, which is eventually going to be all compiled and released as a bonus episode of this podcast. And the best part about this week's segment is it's a surprise for Dave for not only the fact that he doesn't want to do the podcast and hates the surprise calls, but it was his birthday on Sunday, the big three, four. 34 years old. Good on you, Davey. And I decided that Dave deserved a very special birthday gift from all the fans of the Dave and Mike show, which is where you guys came in and sent some very, very, very great birthday messages for Dave. So let's get Dave on the line now and wish him a happy birthday from the best fans in the world. Hey, Mike. Well, his name is Dave and his name is Mike. Together they are the Dave and Mike Show. Dave and Mike Show. Together they are the Dave and Mike Show. Welcome to the Dave and Mike Show. Uh, <laughs> Has it been a week already? <laughs> uh, my name's Mike. I'm joined as always by my co-host Dave. How are you? Co-host. 
Yeah, and I'm okay. How are you? Good. What have you been doing the past week or so? Uh, not too much. Just catch up with friends now that we can kind of see each other a bit. Well, today, what's coming up on the show today, Dave? Actually, you'd be surprised. I spent the week planning some content for this. <laughs> no, you did not. <laughs> no, you... I didn't. No. <laughs> Did, wait, did you or not? You were joking. No, I did not. So you've lied. Sorry, man. So you've lied to was the I, listeners. Was I meant to plan something though? No, you weren't. And I did okay. say you could have the week off, and that's because, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was it someone's? I did my challenge. No, was it someone's birthday on Sunday? It was my birthday on Sunday. The big Thank three you. four. The big three four, yep. And you gotta That's treat right. you gotta treat your co-host well. You can't, you know, let him have a birthday and not celebrate it. So I actually got That's you right. I got you a present for the show. Oh, no way. Yeah. Do you wanna oh, wow. do you wanna know what it Tell is? Me. Tell me more, yeah. Well, you know we have a very loyal listenership who love the show. No, I'm not aware <laughs> of that, actually. Well, <laughs> Chewy. well you will be now. Because I've gotten the listeners of the show to send in happy birthday messages. Can you hear you? Hi, guys. Just wanted to leave a happy birthday message for uh, Dave from the Dave and Mike show. Uh, big fan, mate. Hope you hope you have a rockin' birthday. Have a good one. Hey, Dave. Just wishing you an amazing birthday. See ya. Hey, Dave. Just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. It's, hope you have a great one, mate. Hope you're keeping safe in the middle of this pandemic. Wishing you all the best and yeah, loving the loving the Dave and Mike show. I think it's got some real potential. Thank you, mate. Take it easy. Happy birthday, Dave, from the Dave and Mike show. Looking forward to the next app. Hope you have a great day. Love from Radio Mel. Hey Dave, just wishing you a happy birthday and here's to another year of pursuing your podcast dreams with cousin Mike. Have a good one. Happy, happy birthday, Dave! There you go, that's from the <laughs> listeners of the show. Happy birthday, man. That's from all of us here oh. at the show, the fans and the Hosts alike. Wow, I'm I'm actually touched. Really? Like, what the? I was like, oh, is this going to be you with different voices? Or <laughs> no, man. All the listeners of the show really care, and they, you know, they really oh. wanted to say happy birthday to you that's, because they love the show. That's, that's actually really nice. Yeah, no, <laughs> Thanks, well, we, we've got the best fans in the world. I always tell you. I always say that to you. <laughs> But, uh, the big three, four. What's changed as a thirty-four-year-old? Um, not much, man. Can't just getting older day yeah. by day. Older yeah. and wiser, and every day, uh, every day, one step closer to making the Dave and Mike show a reality. <laughs> yep, that one day, one day, maybe um, we'll get in the studio and record something. <laughs> well, he's hoping for May seventeenth next year. Happy birthday, yeah, Davo, yeah. from all of us here at Dave and Mike. Ah, oh, thanks, man. And thus really ends, appreciate it. That's right. And thus ends another edition of... Well, his name is Dave, and his name is Mike. Together they are the Dave and Mike Show <laughs> birthday edition. <laughs> the Dave and Mike Show birthday edition. See you, Dave. Thanks, thanks for being on thanks, the show man. this week. Thanks a lot. See you, man. See you, man. Happy birthday again. (laughs) See ya. Thanks. Bye. And thank you to everyone who left Dave a birthday message. He actually did really appreciate it, and I think it, like, was really strange for him, but it was just really 
I think it was just a nice thing to happen on his birthday. So yeah, thank you to everyone who did that. Uh, Next week's segment for the Dave and Mike show will be another Q and Dave, which is where you guys ask Dave any questions and he'll just answer them. So send any questions that you want Dave to answer to me on any of the socials. One birthday message that I did omit there, and uh, I omitted it because I wanted to make it part of another segment. Radio, you beanie boy. Welcome again to the Radio Family Radio, you beanie boy. Take 20 mic points for what I'm about to do. Radio, you beanie boy is a long-time listener of the show, and I believe he has been featured on this segment before. This is a segment that was present in the very early days of this show last year, and then I brought it back last week. And I'm going to do it again now. It's a segment called this. This is the shittest thing I've seen all week. Featuring me, Radio Mike, the guy from the podcast. Also, fuck you. It is the shittest thing I've seen all week, which is like the shittest, but like the bet, like shittest in the sense of like a shit meme that made me laugh. Generally, that's what it's supposed to be. And your Beanie Boy was featured on this segment. He is the only listener to ever be featured on this segment in the past. And he is now the only listener to ever be featured twice on this segment. And uh, he sent a birthday message for Dave. Last week, the winner of the shittest thing I saw all week was the DK rap, which is a which is a very funny and meme rap song about Donkey Kong that was included in the game Donkey Kong 64 on Nintendo 64 and it was the DK rap mashed up with the theme song to Family Guy. Now your beanie boy took it another step this week and he's done a great job at it. He's actually written a birthday message for Dave to the tune of the DK rap and I wanted you all to hear it in full. It wouldn't have fit in that package. I don't think Dave wants to hear it, to be honest, Beanie Boy, but I want to play it for you now. Here it is. So, Davey, this one's for you, the radio family, and Mikey too would like to wish you a happy B-Day because we're in the month of May. O-D-A. V.E. Dave, so I've heard you've turned the big 33. Hope that a gene hasn't lost your glee. We hope the day is what you like, just like our love for Dave and Mike. You're older, smarter, and wrinklier too. Anyways, happy birthday to you. R.D.A. V.E. Dave. Dave is getting old Oh Dave, happy birthday to you Sorry it's late, I'm sorry boo Oh Mike and the family Oh we've hoped we've met your day Happy birthday Dave Have a good one man Now that was a work of art Thank you, Radio Yabini Boy. I genuinely thought that was hilarious. He also sent five separate takes to my email because he kept fucking it up. And I will say that you still fucked it up because Dave, you mentioned that Dave turned 33, but he actually turned 34. So you might want to send another take, Beanie Boy. But congratulations, because that song was the shittest thing that I saw all week. Thank you. Thank you, Yabini Boy. segment that we brought back this year that ended up being renamed 
How to Get Away with Birder. Because it was a segment called Bird Stories in which all of you would send in stories. The idea was for you guys to send in stories about your encounters with birds. But all of them were pretty much every single story that was told on this podcast was about how you guys had pet birds that inadvertently ended up dying under your watch because you're all terrible, terrible at owning pets. And luckily, one listener has sent in a bird story that is very, very refreshing when nothing goes wrong. So let's do one of these. Chirp, chirp, it's time for Radio Mike's Bird Stories. So this comes in from Radio Braden. Welcome to the Radio Family, Radio Braden. Great to have you on board, mate. He sent a message in to 1-800-GET-FUCKED, the official phone number of the podcast, and he's left a voicemail that I'm going to play here. It is all about his bird story and... He has a really positive experience with a bird, which is very rare for this segment. So Radio Braden, take it away. Hey Radio Mike, so I'm not one to call in, but I just thought I had to because hearing these negative bird stories, mate, it's getting me down. Like we need some positive ones in there. So I bought a bird called um, Chirp and he has been amazing. He, He actually flies to the kettle and turns it on every night I get home from work. Just knowing what I want. A nice warm coffee to soften my dry esophagus after a long day. So, um, yeah, just getting really sick of these negative bird stories. Only ever had positive memories. No accidents, no bad encounters. Even now, look, as I sit here um, recording this in my lounge room, he's flying graciously with a fork towards the um, PowerPoint. Ah, shit, chirp. Chirp, what are you doing? Fuck, here, let me help you. Ah, Okay, well, that did not end up going the way I thought it did. Uh, It sounded like, once again, we have a bird death on the podcast radio, Brayden. Have 20 mic points for that. Uh, But it is a shame that all of your good memories with your bird are tarnished by the fact that you accidentally captured its death on an audio recording. That's awful. But thanks for sending it in anyway. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up the podcast for this week. Sorry that the top was a bit of a rant, but that's kind of what this podcast is about. It's just about my week that was. I definitely do feel a little bit um, flat and overwhelmed this week and I'm really tired. So once I finish this, I'm just going to lie in bed and watch TV, which is very lazy, but at the moment I just think it's what I need. Um, but, uh, I'm really grateful that you all listen as always, and please go and check out popped my other podcast, which is a more focused pop culture discussion podcast this week's episode. It comes out every Tuesday, by the way. So subscribe to that, add it to your weekly rotation amongst all the other podcasts. I'm sure you listen to and enjoy This week we talked a lot about the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remakes that they're putting out, which was really fun. Uh, I'll put a bit of audio in from that episode here. That's what always shocked me about stuff like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, because in those early days, it did really seem like Tony Hawk cared a lot about those games and making them sort of not 
not realistic, but like just making them good. Like all of those first games were very good games. I think I think he must know. Like he must know, for instance, that Prey Skater 5 isn't very good. You know, like he's not going to go out of his way and say it's bad. And I don't think he's going to go out of his way and say it's very good either. You know, like there's definitely probably some contractual stuff in there. He knows like the deals that go on. You know, he's a smart like businessman. Like, yeah. at the end of the day as well, a you know. A skateboarding businessman, though. You know, yeah. you, 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 who knows? <laughs> yeah, he's been paying people off to not do the 900 for years until he could do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> If you like 20th Century Boy or Popped or any of my things, the best way to support me is to just share any of the podcasts or any of the content you like with your friends. Tag your friends in a video that I've done on Instagram. Send the podcast to your friends. Leave a five-star review on iTunes uh, we do accept four star reviews uh, but we don't accept three or under unfortunately so you'll have to give those to someone else but I would really appreciate it I've seen heaps of reviews coming in this year and it's been so humbling and the podcast is growing and yeah I just really appreciate it I'm sorry I'm not as pepped up this week as I usually would be um, but hopefully in the next few weeks things will settle down a bit for me and I can manage my time a bit better um, so yeah, like, subscribe, follow, YouTube, all the stuff's there, podcasts are there, everything's there, Discord, join it, Facebook group, join it, share, I've said it all, what else do I have to say? My name has been Radio Mike, this podcast has been the inside of my, say it with me now, mind. Great to have you on board guys, thank you so much, have a good weekend. And Merry Christmas if you happen to be listening to this on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, everyone.